Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where OP's mother steals $160,000 from her. Our next Reddit post is from Please Insert Disc 2. I'm a 24-year-old woman, and I found out earlier this year that I was supposed to receive around $160,000 in inheritance money when my father passed away. I found out by looking into a random cabinet in our house. I was compelled to do so because my mother acts rich or poor whenever it suits her, plus other strange behavior. I found a letter that was addressed specifically to me from the life insurance company that had my inheritance. All I had to do was submit some paperwork and they'd give me a check. I'm not sure how, but my mother somehow submitted documents for me and even cashed the check that was in my name. I'm also not sure why she felt entitled to it when she got $500,000 in inheritance herself. When I confronted her about it, she obviously didn't take it well. She was very adamant that it was her money until I told her that after I found the documents, I called the life insurance company, and I received photocopies of the check, the submitted documents, etc. After I told her that, she tried negotiating with me, stating that she can give me $10,000 to start with and then $2,000 every month. I said no. I said that if we go that route, she's just going to guilt me into delaying her payments. She told me that she'll be homeless if I get all the money at once. Eventually, I force her to show me her bank statements. As far as I know, she has around $330,000. In addition, she's been making six figures with her job for the past three years. Homeless? Yeah, right. I told her I need to have a good amount of money if I want to have any chance of moving out. I wanted to move out with my friend, but my mom took way too long to give me any money. I received $50,000 from her. Then, like a week or so later, she started asking if she could borrow $20,000 for just one month. She said that she needs the money in her bank account so the lender can approve of the condo or house she wants to buy. She asked if I'd be okay, and I stupidly told her that I'd be getting grants from school too. She then asked to borrow the 20k on top of the grant money by passively aggressively mentioning it whenever she could. A few weeks later, she forced me to go with her to the bank to withdraw $20,000. This was on October 3rd. On November 23rd, I asked her to give me $2,000. I told her it's been almost two months and I want a portion of the money back. She gave me the silent treatment, both in text and in person. The next day, I tried calling her, and she was crying hysterically, saying, I knew that I shouldn't have trusted you with money. What are you doing? Drugs? Are you gambling? Why are you so mean? You ruined my holiday. You ruined my life. You're abnormal. You're just doing this because you're behind in your life and you're desperate. You don't have utilities to pay for. I spend so much money on food the past month. I am not exaggerating when I say that I've never told her to buy me food or make me food, but she always uses that as some kind of guilt. A couple of days later, we had a four-hour argument. During this argument, I was so disgusted with her behavior that I told her that I want nothing to do with her. A couple of days after that, to my surprise, she comes into my room and asks me to hug her. She starts crying and says that she just suppresses her thoughts and feelings. She said that she'll give me 500 bucks now and then another 500 bucks later in December? What the heck? I swallowed my anger for a couple of days, but I could no longer hold it in. I wasn't giving her the silent treatment, but I wasn't looking at her or initiating any form of talking. She noticed this and starts asking what's wrong. She says, it's the money, isn't it? And then repeats the same thing she did last time. Are you gambling? You have no utilities, etc. 
And again, she made it very clear that she wants to buy a condo or a house or something. I told her that I'm mad at her because you told me that you needed 20k for one month and it's been over two months and you're still not giving it back, so you lied. After this, she started acting like she was about to cry and she left the house. She then transferred another $500. I haven't talked to her since. It infuriates me that she thinks she's entitled to this money. Why do you need a house? You're getting old and you're single. Secondly, not only was this money only in your account in the first place because you committed fraud, but now that I let you borrow money, you're going to treat it like it's an allowance? It's my money, legally. Get over it. You've already got $500,000 before you took my money, and since I was 18, I've been working minimum wage jobs. She's made it as clear as day that she thinks that her needs are way above mine. That since I don't have utilities and since I don't have a career yet, I'm less important. Even if that's factually true, I'm your child and that money is legally mine. Also, I just remembered this one example. When I was 19, I was working at a tutoring place in addition to a restaurant while taking 16 units in college with no car. I was leaving the house one day to get a haircut and my mom asked me, Where are you going? I told her that I was going to get a haircut. She then said, verbatim, Really? You're supposed to be using your money to help me. That is how entitled she is. Like, oh my god. At that point, she had just received $660,000. While her child, who's a full-time student with two jobs and no car, isn't important enough to use the money they earn from their job to get a haircut. Okay, um, gosh, what do I say here? Opie, uh, I don't want this to come off as victim-blaming here at all. But you need a reality check. You need a reality check yesterday. What your mom is doing to you is immoral, illegal, abusive, and literally life-ruining. She's bleeding you of all your money and controlling you with finances. And she literally stole $160,000 from you. And your response is to keep living with her? To loan her more money? I mean, I don't want to be harsh on you, OP, because my guess is that you've been financially abused and manipulated your entire life, so you kind of think this is normal. But girl, come on, you are 24 years old. You are living with an abuser. You need to immediately, I mean immediately, right now, right this second, move out of the house. Move in with a friend, get a roommate. There is no excuse for you to not move out at this point. And like, yeah, I know that you don't have a lot of money, so moving out can be really difficult. But I guarantee you, you'll have more money if you move out than you will if you stay home and keep giving money to your mom. Like, you said that she forced you to go to the bank to withdraw 20k. She can't force you to go to the bank. You're an adult. You're a 24-year-old woman. So again, I want to be super, super clear. I'm not blaming OP. I'm just saying, OP, you have to take steps to protect yourself. You can't just keep allowing this behavior to happen to you. You can't just keep allowing your mom to abuse you. You have to remove yourself from the situation. So step number one, move out. Step number two, get a lawyer. Step number three, go to the cops. What your mom did was insurance fraud, and if you take the legal route, there's a clear way to get your money back. Because your mom is never, ever going to give you that money willingly. Our next Reddit post is from Overstuffed Cheese. I was at a restaurant earlier today, and little kittens kept approaching me and other customers because they were used to being given food there. Anyway, I noticed a child who kept chasing the kittens and trying to step on their tails. I told him to leave the kittens alone, and he did for five whole minutes. 
Then he went back to stepping on them. I told him again to stop what he was doing and to leave the cats alone. A few minutes later, I look to my side and I see the man at the table next to me looking at me and talking agitatedly. I look behind me, but there's no one there, so I point to myself and raise my eyebrows in a, are you talking to me, man, gesture. He nods and says, yes, you, who are you to talk to my child that way? That's when I notice that he's with the kid from earlier. Well, your child was stepping on kittens. He wasn't doing anything. Your child was stepping on kittens, and I told him to stop so they don't scratch him. And by the way, they were trying to scratch him. You shouldn't have yelled at my son. And your son shouldn't step on kittens. Maybe try raising him correctly before you start teaching other people's kids how to behave. Anyway, the man and his nine other kids, at least I assume they were his, kept glaring at me until they left. So F you, male Karen. Our next Reddit post is from White Wolf. I'm a 32-year-old woman, and I was in a major car accident in January of 2021. Ironically, I'd been taking my 36-year-old boyfriend to the emergency room because he had bleeding ulcers and ended up getting admitted to the hospital that night. This was still when they were enforcing COVID rules, so I was booted out of the hospital at about 3 in the morning. When I left, it was snowing, and not thinking, I hopped up on the freeway, which wasn't a good idea. I had been driving a lifted Jeep Cherokee with mud terrain tires, not the best ever for snowstorm driving. Getting off the freeway to go home, my brakes locked up, and I went into a light pole head first at about 60 miles per hour. My Jeep didn't have airbags. That was dumb. Needless to say, my car was totaled, and I had to be extracted from the car by the fire department. This whole time, I'd been blacking out and losing consciousness, and I still get random flashbacks of the event, and I don't have all my memories from that night or several months after the accident. I got sent to the nearest trauma center, which was the same hospital i just left. The nurses felt pretty bad about kicking me out. I ended up with a moderate to severe traumatic brain injury. My skull was broken under my left eye, and I had hairline fractures on my skull on the left side. I also had bruising on my ears and black eyes. I'd also cut open the inside of my mouth and had multiple lacerations all over my face. Apparently, I broke my driver's side window with my face. I'd broken bruised some ribs, I had hairline fractures in my spine, I broke my right wrist, my right knee, and my left foot, which required two surgeries and still need approximately three more. Needless to say, I was not doing great. I had recently gotten divorced the previous year, and I think that my entitled parents decided that my accident was my boyfriend's fault. I had to stay in the hospital for 12 days. During this time, the mild family drama exploded into a severe family inferno. As I got closer to being released, all I wanted to do was go home to my boyfriend and our kids. He had two previously and I had one. My entitled mother decided that that wasn't what she wanted. On the phone, me and my mom sound almost identical. The whole time that I was in the hospital, she had been getting on the phone and impersonating me to my apartment complex management, even going as far as calling the cops to get my boyfriend and his two kids removed from my apartment. They weren't on my leash yet. My entitled mother also forged my signature on hospital paperwork and made up a story about how my boyfriend was abusive to me. As a result, she got him banned from seeing me at the hospital. Again, she forged my signature and wrote a letter stating that I didn't want to see him. 
The whole time, I was still suffering from the effects of my traumatic brain injury, and I was delirious from the combination of pain medications and brain fog from my head injury. My entitled mother even had the locks changed on my apartment without my consent. When I was finally released from the hospital, I was in a wheelchair because of my broken foot that had just had two plates and ten screws surgically put into it to hold it together, and an ankle-to-hip brace on my other leg from my knee being broken. I requested to go home to my apartment, but again, my entitled mother pleaded that I couldn't go home because I had a second-story apartment and I couldn't take care of myself. So she took me to her place, against my will, an hour away from home because my entitled mother wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to let my boyfriend come back into my apartment. I spent almost a whole miserable month there. My entitled mother refused to take me home, even after I got crutches and was able to bear some weight. Initially, my parents refused to even get me crutches because they didn't want me to have more mobility. Eventually, it got to the point where I had a friend come and pick me up from my parents' house so I could go home because they kept refusing to let me go. As I gained mental clarity, I was taken off the intense pain medication. I was able to start slowly rectifying the situations that my entitled mother made a huge mess of in my life, but I'm still trying to recover in some areas. I didn't find out until much later when medical bills started coming in that my entitled mother had called my boyfriend's health insurance company, impersonating me, and had me removed from his insurance. It took months of calling and badgering and footwork on my part to get the situation figured out, and to have the insurance pay for what they were supposed to pay for. It almost caused me to go bankrupt. At the same time, my entitled mother signed me up for minimal health insurance coverage through the state. I had no idea that I was enrolled in it until I got a bill later stating that I owed back fees. Needless to say, I eventually completely cut both my mother and my father out of my life after I found out how much they tried to control my life and how much they messed my life up. I ended up getting protection orders after they tried to break into my house, stalked me, and sent family and friends over to harass me. This whole incident was the straw that broke the camel's back. There was quite a bit of retaliation on their side that threw my life into a total tailspin ever since, but I'm sticking to my guns and not backing down. OP, um, you said they retaliated against you, which sent your life into a tailspin, but like, how was them retaliating against you any better or worse than them showing you their version of love? Because when they were caring for you, which I'm going to put in air quotes, they were still putting your life into a tailspin. OP, I think your best course of action here, honestly, is to file criminal charges against them because what they did was definitely illegal. It's also the most surefire way to get them to stop because if they have a criminal record, or even better, if they're in jail, then they're very limited in what kind of damage they can do to you. Also, down in the comments, people were asking, wait, what about OP's kid? And apparently, OP's boyfriend watched her kid throughout this entire ordeal. Which means that not only did OP's parents basically kidnap her, but they also abandoned their grandchild. OP, you gotta change your name, move out of state, freeze your credit, change all your passwords. What your parents actually did here is nutso. You know, the crazy thing is, I can't decide what's worse. Getting into a terrible car accident where you break multiple bones and get a traumatic brain injury, or having your parents systematically destroy every single aspect of your life by impersonating you and undermining you, which also includes abandoning your child to someone else. 
Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. My mom had me at 14, so my grandma raised me. She had my brother two years later when she was 16, and then got pregnant again when I was 15. My grandma kicked her out, but she kept me and my brother since she was the one that raised us, while my mom partied and slept around. I'm 22 now and making $16,000 a month. Wow, OP. I haven't heard from her since she left. Absolutely nothing. After seven years of radio silence, my mom showed up and she's demanding that I start college funds for her four kids. No way! That's also the condition she set up if my brother and I want to see our siblings. That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.